Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and of course, my sister, Kicks. Uh, happy almost New Year, Kicks. Hi. Hi. We haven't done this in so long, it feels like. It's been a century. We've, um, what does Luann say? I, what, when she's on the phone, I've been. I just watched like... the episode, actually, because I just <laughs> left. I was watching all the. Oh, I was watching the Berkshires episodes today, and then I just kept watching because this season is so good. It's like so everything good. happens in it. Yeah. And I literally just watched. I've been traveling. I've been to prison. That's what I feel like. Um, so we're we here. are in prison essentially. Actually, these days. Yeah. Um. Thank God the year's almost over, and I'm so glad we get to ring it in with another strand of COVID. Yeah, <laughs> that's that dumb fucking old lady that's going around social media. That's like this blind woman predicted all bitch? these things. I'm like, bitch, shut the fuck up. And she says she's predicting a new pandemic in 2022. New. New girl. No, there's not going to be a new one. There's going to be a new strand. Go away. Just go away. Yeah. Everyone get vaccinated. Just a re- quick reminder. Yes, please. <laughs> and if you're not, once again, I'm not judging you right now. Just go do it. Um, I know uh, Kix and I have both been a little MIA from uh, all forms of social and podcast episodes have been sporadic. Uh, we have uh, an exciting new year planned, um, but things have just been cuckoo bununu. So sorry about that. But we will be back with regularly scheduled episodes coming in January. And obviously this one's starting that. Um, but we want to say thank you to those that continue to support us on uh, Apple Podcast. And since we recorded last, you can now um, rate on Spotify. So make sure to rate on either Spotify or Apple. And on Apple, uh, you can leave a review and we read five-star reviews here on the show. So we have a new review are you ready for it i'm ready so this comes from uh nick underscore h11 uh the title of this review is a plus love to hear that uh it is a five-star review once again because we only read five-star reviews um and they say uh the episodes always make me lol and tom and kicks have a plus banter the guests are always hilarious too my dumpster diva life started very young when with uh, the real world and the VH1 classics, Flavor of Love, Rock of Love, The Surreal Life, etc. But even before that, I was obsessed with a wedding story and a baby story on TLC. Also, huge shout out to Changing Rooms on BBC, the OG Trading Spaces. Love you all, and thanks for the laughs. Thank you, Thank you Nick. so much for that review. Um, or Nicole. I don't know, male yeah. or female or... They have great insights because I totally agree. I honestly forgot about changing rooms. I feel like it's like niche. I've heard of it, but I've never watched it before. Yeah, no, I haven't. I have not either. We we do have some exciting um, for uh, overseas guests that are joining us uh, in a couple weeks. So maybe they'll know a bit more about changing rooms. Um, but yeah, like like Nick did, please leave a uh, little blurb about when you became a dumpster diva. We would love to hear about all that. So, and we'll read it here in the pod. Um, but it's time to get into all the goss with the guest. And uh, we'll be back in one second with Jonathan Chandler. Uh, talk to you all soon. Okay, and we are back uh, to jump into our final uh, holiday-themed Berkshires uh, recap with Friend of the Pod, who is overdue for a return, but we're happy they are here. Uh, We are joined by Jonathan Chandler. You can follow them at Jonathan Chandler underscore on IG. Uh, You obviously know them as just, if you think of a Housewives Think piece, it's written by Jonathan Chandler. (laughs) Honestly, that's true. I know. And Jonathan is famously young. 
for writing think pieces. <laughs> I won't stop saying it. I won't stop saying it because you're. I, I'm always baffled at your maturity and matched with your age. I wish I had words like you do at, at your age. Wait, so welcome. Okay, again. we can. You can say I will not answer this again. How old are you? I'm 22. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking about what I was doing at 22 and a lot involved a lot of like pitchers of beer at like a small college bar on a Wednesday. And like hooking up with trainers. Trainer, architect. <laughs> I love that. Golfer. Oh yeah, she she had different guys, but she never told us their name. She'd just be like, I hooked up with trainer again, or I hooked up with architect again, or I hooked up with golfer again. In the same way, I don't like giving a name, but I like describing them as like the best thing ever. So like, you know, like. Yeah, that's like literally the, okay, architect had a lot of enduring qualities, but the other two didn't. So like it was <laughs> like trainer, golfer, that was pretty much it. Love that. Well, <laughs> wait, Jonathan, I don't think you understand how many times I've watched your video about things that you, th that <laughs> gross you out or scare you. What is it? Not gross you out. It's the things that scare you. The food stuff we got to get to in a second. But what is it? What is it again? It was like things that scare me. And I was pretty I was really um, honestly a little not even a little drunk. You're, no, you're waste. You're wasted in it, which is which makes it even better. But like you're, <laughs> I just when you were talking about like the what was it oh right first of all dwight what kills me with the aviator glasses what was the other one you were talking about an era of clothing i can't remember it um the, i think it was the year 1987 like that <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. That's something that really kind of scared me and so the, in, in new jersey or something and, right? oh my goodness no i'm not even gonna <laughs> lie to you there's something about the state of new jersey that is so sinister to me i mean i love no. programming but there's something just very it's not the people, it's just like, I don't know. It feels like, especially like in the 80s and 90s, I feel like it was just like super racist or something. Like, I know that's like a lot. But like, it's not it, a no. lot because that's probably mm. indefinitely true. So, <laughs> and you know, there is one person that I think of when I think of Jersey, and I think that's why I'm scared of it, to be honest with you. Oh, you of, of someone that is what? racist? No, no, I don't. Well, they, <laughs> I don't know if they're, you know, in that era of their life right now. But Danielle Staub, there's something about her that really scares the hell out of me. She's horrifying. I get it. Yeah. It's the, it's, she carries herself chest first level of like, I am in the star of a horror movie. Yes. Maybe I did it. You yeah. have to watch to find out. Like, that's exactly. literally like constantly how she walks around the world. I totally get it. Thank you. And the fact that she used to be a, a stripper at the same place that Erica yeah. stripped at, literally left field Shakers. to me. Yeah. It's so something, weird. Something off about her. I'm glad you said that. Can you imagine them crossing paths? No. Mm -mm. I don't want to. I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be like part two. There's like things that like people that just seem like too like not similar because like obviously like there's like people that are like twins and stuff like that doesn't scare me but like people with like green eyes like people that both have green eyes or like uh -huh. blue eyes and green eyes next to each other that's a lot yeah i don't know why it's just a lot so well we both we both have blue eyes oh that's scary no it's fine you guys are siblings <laughs> like i you know i can like accept that but like two different i don't know like the, green eye, ever... like the green eyed bandits how do we feel about it it took me a while to like really get used to them like, <laughs> next to each other. I'm not gonna lie to you. I see it. 
No, I, 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 I understand what you're saying. You also have bizarrely hot food takes. That I think you think aren't hot, but I mean, like wild. Please share the some video, of them with us. <laughs> the video of you dipping. What did you dip in ranch? And you were like, no, that's bad. It was chocolate cake and mayo. <laughs> no. Guys, no, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. So, like, when I first started doing it, it was, like, my genuine food takes, right? And then, like, I just had an epiphany when I'm like, wait, I'm always thinking of things I would want to try. So it's not necessarily that I'm like, I've tried this and it's good, but I'm like, wait, that probably would be okay with each other. Like if we tried this now, like for example, I like my hot Cheetos. I don't eat them regularly, but I like them cold. I, prefer- <laughs> I do not like them at okay. Okay, so so I really like a lot of foods cold. Like I love putting any. I can't have truly any. I mean, this is kind of more understandable but like i can't have any candy if it's like chocolate based candy if it's not either in a freezer or in a fridge because i don't want it on my fingers i don't want it like on me i want to be able to eat it delicious i love a refreshing moment so i i you know i'm not a flaming hot cheeto gal all the time but i'm gonna maybe throw like a a taki in the in the fridge and see how it hits i'm telling you okay i we've all seen sweetie try all of these weird ass foods before. Yeah. Tom, are you familiar with this? Yes. Yeah. Because oh pe- yeah, the, yeah, the ramen, the ramen powder on an oyster or whatever. Yes. Yeah. There's like I'm sure there's flaming hot Cheeto ones, but especially during like full lockdown, she was going live doing the craziest food things. Mm-hmm. But was playing it off and probably realistically was like, this is what I eat. Mm-hmm. And it was like fine. That literally for it. Like I was like, girl, like yes, a Big Mac and like I don't know, candy or something. Whatever she was eating, I was looking for it. But you d- tried something that was cuckoo, and you said it was good. It was like peanut butter and oh, something and ranch. It was peanut butter and pickles, and it was top tier. That is literally <laughs> probably a snack I will continue to eat. If I wasn't like slightly allergic to peanut butter, I would be eating it every single day. Well, you shouldn't have so eaten it. Recently, like I had like I want to say not recently, like a year or two. I just like my throat like gets a little closed up, but like it's so good. So I have it sparingly, not all the time, but every now <laughs> and then. You take a take a Benadryl, curl up in bed with yeah, a, ba- with a, bo- a jar, of <laughs> jar of pickles. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm such a pickle girl. Like I love a good pickle, and I try. To- I'll try. I would. I would try that. It's it's like celery and pickles. I mean, celery and peanut butter. <laughs> well, not really, because there's no vinegar in celery. <laughs> vinegar to the celery with the peanut butter and you'll be like pickles and what pe- was like elvis what's that famous sandwich oh, peanut elvis butter banana sandwich. sandwiches no but it's like with bacon or something really i can get but i can get peanut butter and bacon like and i can get i actually think the the pickle thing i would like better if it was a fried pickle and then with peanut butter on it do you like fried pickles though I tried it the other day I oh, did you like it? It was so good. I went with a friend and we went to I think it was like Buffalo Wild Wings or something like that. I would never go there, but he's straight, you know, straight. <laughs> and we went and I, he was like, let me get some fried pickles. I was like, oh my goodness. And I tried it and I had to take some home because I was like, this is amazing. No, they're so good. I don't care what anyone says. People say that they're overrated. I'm like, no, y'all. Like the you almost don't need a sauce with them because there's so much what? juiciness already built into it. And a fry doesn't have that. Exactly. I agree, friend. I agree. I'm not a pickle okay, girl. Okay, great. <laughs> really? 
Yeah. Oh, <laughs> people are like pro cucumber but anti pickle, even though like they're the same girl. Like, are you like pro cucumber? Or are you like? Just, no. okay. I feel like cucumbers are incredibly useless. What they make pickles? They're not useless. Okay, no, but like, do just a cucumber by itself feels so. I useless. eat that. I, I, I eat that. I can see where you're coming from with that. What do they taste like? Like nothing. No, they have a little, no, they have a little, like, earthiness to them. It's, like, watery, but it's, like, it, it has more flavor than, like, celery. Like, celery to me, unless it's cooked into something, like, doesn't have flavor. See, I would like, put I do like celery in a, like, smoothie just because I'm, like, oh, well, that's green. And it's gonna, like, it gives me okay. something. But that's the only no. time. But what about, like, cucumber water? That tastes like cucumbers. So good, too. Or cucumber. It's so good. <laughs> have you had, yes, yeah, have I you had, had that? cucumber water. It's fine. Okay, I well, just like, I don't feel like, I feel like they are a very useless vegetable. Okay. There I said it. And is it a fruit? I don't know what she is, but I just know that <laughs> on the world has been magnificent. Like, I love a good cucumber. What do they look like when they grow? Well, I don't know. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> it can't be from a tree. I don't think so. It's like from the ground up. I ha- I'm is it a. No, I'm not even going to say that out loud. Hold on. Is it a melon? Is it in the melon okay. family? It actually is. No. It's, 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 yeah, it grows in like a tomato way. Oh, wow. On a vine, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. In a tomato way. <laughs> <laughs> but melons also grow on the vine. It has a melonness to it. Yeah. A bit. Yeah, like the outside... <laughs> the oh, vine. Exactly. Wait, so we were just recently um it's a bush. home with okay, our family. It's a bush, not a vine. Okay, great. Um so we were recently home with our family and we dove into uh a little reality show called Finding Magic Mike. And I have to tell everyone, if you have not watched it, I encourage you to tune in because it was a roller coaster and i have to know ask jonathan did you see any part of that i was seeing so i saw it on y'all's story and i was like okay like what's going on here and then i saw people tweeting that like because when i first heard it i was like okay it's probably just a whole bunch of like dudes with six packs like rolling around or something like that and people were like yeah i was like crying watching it at a certain point and like they were getting like emotional over it. So I haven't seen it officially, officially, but I'm intrigued now that I've gotten. So yeah, they, it, they, they don't quite know what they are. I will say because like they do have like, just like porn star hot, like conventionally hot right. men. And then they have a mixture of men that are like quote unquote average or like not built like a model. Right. 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 But, like, I also, like, don't... Most of the guys that weren't built, I was, like, more attracted to than the, like... I'm not, like, into, like, a 12-pack, like, guy. Because that means you care a little too much about you. Yeah. And I need you to care a little bit more about me. Exactly. <laughs> and I have to go to the gym. And I'm not... That's not, like, happening all the time. So, yeah. Someone that, like, is, you know, not average, but not super, like, the same. Yeah. Like, you know... Take care of me, not your abs, okay? Exactly. Well, <laughs> but, I, so no, but they, they, they watched make, it without me. I just want to preface everybody listening. They did watch it without me. And I watched the last episode while I was like in the kitchen and they were watching it on the TV and our parents were entranced. Really? Entranced. No, sobbing. Both mom and dad yeah. were sobbing at the end. 
I'm not kidding. They and it, like because like these men have these like bizarre they have this bizarre like affection for each other, the cast, which is like rare you see straight men just be like nice and like kind to each other, but like inclusive. Like there's some men on there that are on on all sorts of spectrums of of their like bisexuality, be that gay, like the, there's people who are still figuring that out. And, like, there's just, for the most part, just a lot of straight guys that are, like, nice to each other and, like, kind. And there's no, like, fighting. It's, like, bizarre. You'd think if it was, like, it on paper, you're, like, oh, so it's going to be, like, a, hot, a lot of, like, six-pack, eight-pack men, yeah, like, like punching each other, <laughs> drinking, like, too many tequila Red Bulls at night and then stripping the next day. Which I would watch that probably. But I, it is not that. It's it's somehow better. But I, I, I highly encourage everyone to dive in. Um there's some some great apps and it's like kind of like so you think you can dance almost because they're like they're like today's 50s week and they have to do like a 50s strip tease and then they like do lap dances that are cringe and hilarious and like so. the f- the final episode they have to do like an x amount of like routines and all they, they had to learn 12 numbers holy shit yeah the final two learn 12 numbers and have to do the whole show it's it's like kind of a lot yeah, that sounds interesting. Now I want to watch. I'm definitely going to watch that. Probably curl up with some pickles and peanut butter and watch some men's strip. <laughs> and I promise have you, your like EpiPen on the side. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a little EpiPen juice into the into the pickles into the pickle jar. Um, well, Jonathan, we have you here because we are going to break down uh, our last uh, holiday episode. Uh, we are covering. Real Houses of New York, season ten, episodes eight and nine. Uh, it is a Berkshire's trip of all Berkshire's trips and uh as they all are (laughs) and this has been so fun that we've been covering Berkshire's episodes every week so it's been a blast to get us in the holiday season mood and uh first thoughts what'd you think Jonathan revisiting this so I was so anti season 10 for like a long time it's like one of the only Roni seasons that I originally skipped because Bethany and Carol's like breakdown really broke my Mm -hmm. heart I really like yeah it's sad. Yeah, it's really sad. And um, I watched it, I want to say, I finally watched season 10 a few months ago. But I watched this episode um, yesterday preparing for this podcast, and I laughed so much. Like, it is probably one of their funniest episodes, in my opinion. Like, the guy yeah. coming in, pretending like, you know, they're, like, millionaires and stuff like that. And then, like... Which they are, but yes. Like, and then, like, Bethany making fun of, like, Luann's <laughs> French accent or something like that. Like, that crap. Hilarious. The hell up. So, honestly, 10 out of 10. Yeah, it's pretty great. And I will say it gives a new... Uh, where did you... Where were you initially on the Bethany v. Carol? Did your did your stance change at all? Where are you at with it? So I was always, always, like, Team Carol. But uh-huh. I had never, like, watched it. So I was just always like, yeah, Team Carol, Team Carol. And then watching it, and even watching it recently, I see a little bit of both sides. Mm-hmm. I personally feel like Carol did change. Like, you could kind of tell, like, season yeah. eight, nine... Carol is not the same as season 10 Carol, but yeah. after reading like Not All Diamonds and Rosé and okay, like, yes. getting the backstory to all of this a little bit more, I feel like they're both at fault for very different reasons. So, so I, yeah. for people who haven't read Not All Diamonds and Rosé, will y'all share some insights on what they talk about in the book? 
Yeah, so Bethany was not interviewed for the book. Well, she probably was she, asked yeah, and she declined. Asked, yeah. There's a lot there's a lot of OGs that there's a lot of women, not a lot I should say. They get most everyone, but there's a group of women that are expected that don't get interviewed like Nini, LVP, Bethany, um there's an OC one that's not I can't remember. But um so yes, she's not interviewed for the book. So we only hear it from Carol's perspective and essentially Carol is like there, she was just saying there was a lot of shady shit that you're, you're not seeing on camera and that like like she felt a bit set up by the fight because Bethany is like the queen of one of our queens of reality. I mean, mm-hmm. she she really is so good at, at her job. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think she felt a little set up by the whole thing. And then like I think she just felt gaslit because it was on television. Yeah. But 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 here's my here's my issue with her with Carol on the fight it's like she's not understanding that it's like it's like for once she forgot that they were filming a show it's like she mm-hmm. doesn't totally get that this is all on camera and she doesn't get why it's weird when you go to other people and while you're filming and say like hey that this i'm i'm feeling mad at bethany and, it, and in her mind she's like i'm being raw i'm being real but it's like okay but on a reality show like those scenes are going to be used mm-hmm. and it's going to make you look like you are upset about something more upset about something than you, than you yeah. are. And I think she just like completely misunderstood the, the assignment on um, bringing this relationship fight into the reality show. Yeah. Because Bethany, Bethany's so good at like arguing yeah that she can auto turn on the, like, I'm going to argue with you for the camera. Right, and she does it. it. You can see it with her and Luann too. But yeah, they like try and fight and then they just start laughing. Yeah. Like, like these women are monsters and Carol, unfortunately kind of is one as well because it, in, in different ways, like she almost is too self serious about it. Like, yeah, that, that's how I felt. Like I felt like she, there was like a part of the episode where they were all partying and then she just wasn't there. Like she just was upstairs, like in her room. Yeah. Chilling. And I'm like, I feel like that kind of set the precedent for the rest of the season. Like she kind of felt like she was, she always had to be the one with sense all the time. Like, you know, the mm-hmm. one with yeah. sense. And I like you brought up that she didn't understand the assignment about like understanding this is a reality show because one thing I do remember while the season was airing that I felt was so weird is she would write like these lengthy blog posts about like the episode and really go into like the, like these like these weird comparisons and whatnot. And I remember being like, bro, like it's not that deep. Like you got yeah. like no. turn this around so quick. And so even though I definitely feel like Bethany did a lot of shady stuff, I feel like Carol took it way too seriously and like was trying to act like she wasn't taking it seriously. And that's where it backfired on her. Like she was like, I'm too cool for this. I don't care about this. But then we'll like go on like an online rant. Yeah, because it's interesting. I feel like Carol has has what we see Carol's growth and her fame come to fruition a little bit and I do feel like she did change from the start of her time on Brony to especially like this season and is this her last season yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. so I I don't think Bethany's wrong when she's saying that like there's things that like I'm just not vibing with and so I'm like taking Mm -hmm. a step back and what I've learned recently through therapy is that a lot of the times when you 
want to set boundaries with someone or people want to set boundaries with you, it means they want to keep you in your life and vice versa. And so like, I find that that's what Bethany was doing, whether intentionally or not, she was being like, I just want to take a step to like reassess and kind of take a moment and then let's be besties again. And I don't think Carol took it like that. And I know I'm giving Bethany a lot of credit here. And I, I, again, like they're both in the wrong. I just remember watching the season and being like, a hundred percent Carol. Like Carol is, I was team Carol is what I mean. So yeah. But then watching it back, I have different opinions, but see, I was, I was firmly team Bethany and then watching this back, I kind of like, I, and maybe this is because I've since like turned on her Bethany just as a human being, but um, like watching it back, I like, I'm like, I see where Carol's coming from, but I don't know. I, I, you know, I kept watching because I was just like doing things around the house today, uh, slash working in case a coworker yeah. listens to this quote unquote. <laughs> um, and, and I was watching just more episodes and a couple scenes later, there's like another episode where they sit down yeah. and Bethany's like, Bethany's like, Hey, like, I like love you. And, and I really believe her. Like, she's like really broken by what happened with Carol. And she's like, can we please just like be back to normal? And even the next morning in the Berkshire, she's like, she's like, we need a spa day. Let's fix this. Like I do feel for Bethany cause mm-hmm. she's trying and she's not that heartfelt with a lot of people. And mm-hmm. I think she felt she was extremely vulnerable with Carol and Carol just kind of kept her at arm's length. It seems, I don't know. I think they're both bad friends probably. And maybe not a good friend match for each other. I, I definitely agree with that. I don't think they're, they're probably both like just terrible people to be honest with you yeah. on their own and yeah I just I, I think the reason why like I can kind of see Carol's side a little bit more is because of that whole thing with her friend's husband that had passed yeah like, mm-hmm. yeah thinking Bethany was trying to strike a deal or something like that like under the tables so, like thinking about that I'm like okay I can see where Carol's coming from but then, like you just said, Bethany's not really warm to other people. So for her to consistently say, I love you, let's fix this. Obviously, yeah. like, she really wanted to fix that with Carol. And I think... Yeah, she did. Yeah. I think it's it's interesting, too, because most of the time I feel like Bethany will own shit when she does something wrong. Am I correct in saying that? No. I, uh, when she put, I don't know. When she's under so, pressure, I think she is. Well... She's, it happened in this episode. She didn't I mean. own it. That's when, what I was when to she say, was is that I feel like about she, the loser thing. Maybe she constantly just gaslights herself into believing she didn't say something, or when she actually did, it was just like I could see her backpedaling and being like, "I really fucked up with this situation, and I want to fix it." So I'm just gonna like gaslight myself into thinking that I'm in the right here. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? Like, when her and which Carol, I think, see, I think the sec, uh, episode nine, when they're at the dinner table, or is that, yeah, w- that's the end oh. of episode eight, beginning of nine, when they're at the dinner table, and Bethany's like, I don't know if I said that. I don't know if I said it. I don't know if I said it. And then she kind of. But are you talking about the Luann thing? Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree with, the, with that. I just didn't know if you were talking about the Luann loser comment. I couldn't tell. Uh, yeah, she, well, she absolutely said that. No, of course she She absolutely did. said that Luann's a loser. <laughs> Like there's, there's no way she did it. Luann is kind of a loser. I will say though, like on the bright side of this episode, while it is sad to see literally a friendship end, but we get once again, a housewife's trope of a flappers party. 
Yeah. The love we flappers. Have a season of Housewife without having a flappers party. That's very true. Has Potomac? I was just was thinking about that. I was like going through the list. I'm I'm sure. <laughs> yes, I think they did when they went on. Do you remember they had that weird theme party when they went on vacation? Well, maybe in New Orleans. But remember they went when they went the vacation where Katie Rose like left. Oh, I think it's island. that vacation the island they went to. Uh, yeah, they. I think they were in the Bahamas the or something. Sex they had party? like. That's no, the, that was no, Portugal. no, no. The season before, season before okay. that, <laughs> they have like a themed party at on vacation, which was weird. I'm thinking it was flapper, maybe not. I could be wrong. It was burlesque, maybe. Burlesque. I, I don't know. One, it, yeah. One and the same, right? I yeah, we do get that, yeah. which which is, it's just not. It's no, it's not enjoyable, and it's not real life. Like, have you ever has has anyone here been invited to a 1920s party? Hell no. <laughs> I wouldn't even know what to wear as one of those. <laughs> no, I'm like absolutely not. Never in a million years. Do people I'm literally like, actually like have them? going through my closet, being like, I would have to literally purchase something, and I wouldn't do that. Yeah. So like, I wouldn't go, or I would go and just not dress up. Right. Wait, wait. I did go to one once in college. Say, I remember. What was now. it? Okay, college. I was gonna say it feels like a very like high so, school theater thing to so do. So in so in college, I went to uh, Boston Conservatory. It, we very small music conservatory, um, and in the musical theater department, we had these parties that was like everyone in the musical theater department went to them, and they're called Grickies. They were themed. They're yeah, they're called Grickies, and they were themed where every class, so like the seniors, juniors, sophomores, freshmen, had a theme within the theme. So like, there was a theme called Decade Grickies. So every class had a different decade. So there was like 80s, 60s, 20s, um, or something like that. And and so my year had to be 20s. I'm remembering this now. And I did drag as a flapper. <laughs> it's all coming back. It's all coming back to me now in this moment. Says. <laughs> I need to see a picture of that. I feel like you. Probably- yeah, I can find it. I can find it. I, I we can post it on on the Instagram. I know where I know where to find it. Uh, I just I'm not on Facebook anymore. But my friends that are on Facebook still, they definitely have access to these pictures I'll because yeah, I, I got blackout like mid uh, party and it started derobing. So by the oh. end, I had no wig on and like my makeup was like smeared all over my face <laughs> and I was like in like a uh, in like a dance spell, like essentially naked, running around this like Thank house. You. <laughs> literally love that for you That's- you literally said all of that rights. just came to me all of that just came to me in a dream right now <laughs> well that did happen um but <laughs> wait okay so while, before we like fully dive into some things i do want to say this is tinsley's second berkshire's trip yeah and she's sick again. Like, I don't know if it's like seasonal allergies, but no, in the I, beginning of I the trip. I think this is three, isn't it? Oh, no, you're right. This is two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, does this girl always get sick at the Berkshires? I mean, probably. I don't. Wow. But now, like, in this COVID world we're living in, I'm like, I, my chest hurts thinking about going, visiting someone's house with, like, a sneeze. Yeah. Did you, you know, I was watching season eight, and then I had watched this episode and like I feel like Luann always shows up somewhere sick as well. And instead of her like taking precautions, she literally comes up so. And of course, it's pre-COVID, but she comes up. That's so the second open. episode, yeah. Yes, and she's like, "I'm sick," and like gets and does like an air kiss. <laughs> yeah, but there's still like a f- not. E- they're like six inches away from each yes. other. Oh my god! I was like, "I'm like, girl, you just got everyone sick." We we all that's how the we, that's we're also aware of germs now. Yeah. So, 
Wait, so before we get to the Berkshires, though, we get a couple scenes. We get a scene that we have to talk about, and that is Dorinda is at her house with this facialist who <laughs> was on. She was a, a storyline on season, I think, six or seven. Sonia. Because is she. Sonia's facialist. Yeah. Because Sonia's facialist like spread rumors about Aviva or something, yeah. or no about Luann. She said that she only likes big French dick. <laughs> That's what she said. Is French dick famously big? I think I've heard that. Yeah. Uh, I, well, I'm sure. I'm sure. You, that you. You sound like you have experience. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I've never hooked up with someone who was. Uh, who was from France, but um, I did know a French person in college that I did not hook up with, but others did, that said that he had a big cock. Not the C <laughs> word. No, that, that word is so funny to me. I'm sorry. It's so repulsive. <laughs> I think it's so fun to it's say. so funny because I'm like, I would, like, I don't know. It's just like... You would never say it because I wouldn't either. I wouldn't, but yeah, then but- again, I don't know. Sometimes in the moment, in the moment, you just never know. No, I don't I'm use like that word. Turning red, I, it like I never be like me nervous. <laughs> the idea of saying like I want to see your cock—that's gross. <laughs> Wait, speaking of cock though, Sonia's talking about she's like, how do you, how do you have sex with two men in the same day? She's like, uh, <laughs> the woman's like not in the same day. She's like, oh, I've done it, and the sperm—it it doesn't agree with each other. I just. You know what I thought about? Is this like a bad thing to say? But like in my head, I'm like, Sonia, you know you've had like a threesome before. Like you have literally. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, like you have probably taken. Yeah, like, she definitely has. Like a girl. Like maybe she just had a bad experience with that. And maybe that's why she's saying it. Because I'm like, girl, like you're Sonia. The way she's talking to her, the her contractors being like, well, I broke both handles. Because, you know, when you're sitting on there and she's like shaking her <laughs> body back and forth, hold, like holding on to these fake rails. And I'm like, this woman is out of control. <laughs> no, she's out of her mind. And then and then the facialist is like, where is <laughs> like, what's going on? wait, she goes, she goes, Marley's hair is dyed. Oh, yeah. That's the first thing you discover. <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah, I to see red. And then she's like, where is Rouge? Yes. And Sonia's like, Rouge? And she's like, your other dog. Like, I thought your dog's name was Rouge. And she's like, oh, I gave Rouge away. Yes. And Where's then, your cat? And then, and then she goes, oh, Kitty? I gave Kitty away, to too. To this gay man in Hell's Kitchen. Okay, now I'm like, let's do a full um, docu-series on this cat. That's About it, where Rouge and yeah, Kitty where are? where Rouge and Kitty are. <laughs> They're probably in a better space than... I promise you, with cleaner air. <laughs> I think we talked about last time on here, like, I just, there's something about it. It just, I, I bet it's beautiful, but I feel like it is the dirtiest fucking place on planet Earth. Like, I'm... Those baseboards have never been cleaned. That's what no, there's no way it doesn't smell like shit. Estee Lauder <laughs> perfume and shit. All she does, all her and Ramona do is talk about shitting. shitting There's no way they just not just like. Which are the two grossest <laughs> smells in the world. <laughs> Sorry, because I really thought the same thing, but I was like, you can say that. And I'm like, I know. Like, you can say it. Smells like shit. Like this straight <laughs> old wine and cheese and just like shit. Like, yeah. just- she needs to sell that fucking thing so badly because she. 
Or just gut it and renovate it, which I don't think she will do. But no, she's mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know what type of profit she's trying to like. Literally at this point, just take whatever you can get from <laughs> it and please leave because anytime I see it on the screen, I get uncomfortable. NBC Universal should just buy it yes! and like make it like yes! a, a museum for housewives at the, at this point. Yes, absolutely. What a great idea. Yes, one hundred percent. We'll save the broken bathroom or like what it. Yeah, she doesn't have to do anything. She can leave the tarp up like she has like around the bed, all that stuff. Wait, so the, the, so Carol and Ramona are in the Berkshires (laughs) before the rest of the ladies get there. They go to dinner and Dorinda starts a drunk spiel that I wrote down that was making me laugh so hard. She was like, Carol was like, I, they, they were talking about how Carol is using her voice more, which like some, sometimes that is like, that compliment they use it on Housewives a lot is rude. And like you just so you thought that I was like could have been walked all over until today. Like it doesn't feel very kind to me. But Dorinda's like you're coloring with a different crayon, and I like that color. <laughs> okay, you sound just like her. What the hell? Don't feed into this, Jonathan. Do it's not. It's the only impression I can do. And he does it every chance he gets. I'm sorry, but he sounded just like her. I don't see it, to be frank. I, I don't. No, I, you don't? If I, I could throw on a blonde wig, <laughs> I could. Yeah, you have a blonde bob that. somewhere floating around this apartment. I do. What's so weird, though. It's like, okay, because. I had tweeted something. We'll talk about that after, but like just about Dorinda and her um, just think. Are you scared to say it? On, you mean after we end the recording or what? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but basically, okay. like, I was like, okay, I need to know how much this lady drinks that makes her do that voice because it must be like a shit ton of wine or a lot of tequila. And she literally had one glass of wine at that table. I think no, was- she had wine at home. There's no way yeah. that that was her first. Okay, thank God. Because I think that's I think that's her culprit is that she's always drinking prior to the to the moment. So like, I think she's kind of a lightweight, but likes to hang. And so like, I think she like has a glass of wine or three Six. when she's getting ready, <laughs> and then she like shows up to dinner and has a wine, and she's like <laughs> slurring, and you're like, bottle. yeah. Right, and everyone's like, "Wait, why are you so drunk?" Yeah, so, okay, and she, and she always, and I, you know what? Here's the thing: I have to agree with her. She has a rule about martinis that one is never enough, and no, oh, no, sorry, one is too much, and two is never enough because after your second martini, you always want to keep drinking. I love that about her. <laughs> and I can't. I, I shouldn't be talking about her voice because I'm someone that gets. <laughs> pretty messed up often <laughs> on my Instagram story to the world to see. So I'm not, not going to shade her, but it's just funny to me. I'm like, girl, like, why are you speaking like that? Like, you just have- well, she kind of talks, she has the, the lateral lisp is like there a little bit, like when she's talking. And so I think it just like enhances when she, cause she's saying, <laughs> just like everything she's like, oh, she's messing <laughs> This is also the iconic season where we get the, where she's like, if you are a prostitute, uh, a meth addict, if you came to my house, I would say, what the fuck is going on? Oh, God. It's one of her best. <laughs> it's iconic, honestly. This is also the she the she's starting season, yep. too. Jesus. And also, at the end of the second episode, like, past Berkshire's, I don't know if you guys kept watching a little bit, we got Luann's arrest. Yep. Where and what tis the season because we were it was Christmas Eve, twenty 
19 <laughs> when this happened. So No, 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 no. 2017. Oh my god. What the fuck happened to time? <laughs> <laughs> the pandemic. It was, like, it was uh, yeah, pandemic. 17? Yeah, I prom- I know it was 2017. Cuz I remember we were here in my apartment, in our apartment at the time. Yeah, thank you, ours. You don't live here anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, 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 we yeah. used to. Are you guys like in the same place right now? No. No, 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 no. She's in Brooklyn now, okay, okay. trying to trying to survive in this economy while I'm in Manhattan. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Kicks. I don't think you got that. No, too. I did. It's Alex McCord. Oh, okay, okay. Um, no. So uh, we get also just this like deeply like like racist like snowmies bit that she's like i can't when bethany's like look how down i am with like culture by wearing a a tj maxx <laughs> sweater that says roll roll what is it something Rolling with my snowmies my snow me- or something. and she's and she's like i bet you ramona's never gonna know what it says and it's like it's like weird how proud you are of like saying the word snow me it's like it, it was the weirdest thing and then like what made me cringe even more was carol being like yeah like homie like my dog like you know like, I'm like <sighs> <laughs> not my dog <laughs> it so cringy and that's what like like irritates me about like when they have casts that are like just one specific like well just all white cast because they always try to have someone as like culture adjacent like it was like heather uh-huh. and, like the mama thing or like hi now mama. it's leah oh god i can't with mama it was yeah leah her first season yeah yeah Mm-mm, this is cringy let's stop it but but bethany is like she's like yeah I, she, she she's like i i'm down with black culture i named my dog biggie and smalls and i wear snowmies sweatshirts and it's like that's not like you being like an ally it's just you being like weirdly infatuated with black culture it's just it's it's just bizarre <laughs> i just maybe we should cut this out but like do you remember crying about her dogs on her IG story <laughs> I'll never fu- i will i will never forget it that is one of the weirdest things any any celebrity has ever done the idea to take that you you found your dog dead in your closet and you decide I'm gonna pick up my phone and record this whole thing. <laughs> but Tom, this is what you always say about Bethany, and I I this is that she is her best when she's on camera. So I think her initial move is to be like, I must pick up the camera and show. Everybody. Yeah, she can't. I don't think she can access her emotions. Until there's like a camera crew around. Like I think she's really stunted by this show and fame. Like she can't when she's not on camera, she's doing batshit things like <laughs> tweeting nasty ass transphobic thing. Like she loses her mind. Yeah. Like and then like when the cameras are there, she like just because I think she needs people to pick on and be mad at. Yeah. And I think she's so deeply lonely that she doesn't even have people that she can like pick on. So that was dark. really mean. But so dark. It's true though. So I mean, I think she's really one of the saddest. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, she is. Like everything, mm, I, mm, we should do yeah. another episode, like a deep dive on Bethany. I'll come on, on Bethany. We really, we really could. I mean, there's so much to talk about. I mean, mm-hmm. she is a, yeah. We it could be well, like a twelve episode miniseries. So on her. speaking of darkness, Luann, wait. Position. Can we talk? Wait, 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 before the Luann thing, can we please briefly talk about the 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 Ramona playing with the snow globes? 
I didn't see that part. This woman is insane. Talk about people who are fucking insane. She's literally standing in the foyer, playing with a snow globe, being like, I found a new game. I can't even do an accent, but I... (laughs) And she's like flipping over every snow globe so that it's always snowing. Like, and she goes, I feel, like a ki- I feel like a kid again. I can't. I can't. She just wants attention constantly. I can't. She's so fucking annoying. Wait, wait. And one more thing about the snowies thing. When Bethany's like trying to be like, I bet you Ramona doesn't know what a homie is. <laughs> she Ramona's like, snowies, this, does it have something to do with my vagina? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, well, Bethany, you were right. So <laughs> Exactly. Sorry. Okay. Luann. Speaking j- of darkness. That. Luann drinking and the way she's acting this episode and she's just like looks knowing she's gonna get arrested like a week later too she just like has like puffiness because I can tell she's been drinking a lot and then her at dinner like getting literally red in the face I'm like this is so painful it's literally painful to watch can I be honest about something? I was going to bring this up, but like, absolutely. I for that. Like, I don't know why. Obviously, <laughs> I shouldn't be drinking and stuff. But there was something. About, I know what you're saying. There was something about her vibe that was just so, like, it, it was so relaxed in comparison to, like, because up until this point, we only really saw the Countess and, like, always trying to put on for other people. And, like, she was kind of more relaxed after, like, season seven. But I feel like she was just, like, I have no husband. I'm like done for basically in her head. Like, let me just chill out. And I liked it up until when she got arrested. Then, you know, obviously, you know. I just, I mean, <laughs> I hear what you're saying. I also just, like, especially in this lens of where she, we know that she has had such a journey with sobriety. It it looks painful just because we know what's going to happen next. That's true. And it's over the next three years as well. Like, with her drinking again, and then now she's like chain smoking on the patios with rose, a fake rose, excuse me, not rose. Fose is what it's called. It's just, she's so, and then like because of this, we got stuck with like gray for like years. Wait, you guys are like, have you guys been to one of her compilations before? No, I want to no, so badly. I, I, she started touring, I want to, but they're so expensive. She started touring again like in the fall but we looked at tickets because she was in the city like around tom's birthday in december early december they were so expensive it was like 180 dollars a piece and i'm like no i'm looking for like a 30 dollar ga ticket how much is her cameo her cameo is probably that much money i'll just fucking buy a cameo and save it forever more I promised you her cameo is like three hundred dollars. Wait, wait, wait! I spent one twenty five for Adele, and you're not Adele. Like, <laughs> like I spent one hundred twenty five dollars for Adele, and you're telling me that she wants one hundred eighty dollars for a cabaret show. She can't sing. Like, what's there? People no, pay she it. She cannot sing. I mean, good for her. People are gonna pay it. So, I mean, oh, yeah, I, I'm not, but no, this. Oh God, this season is so dark though because this is the end of this season is the Giovanni, her first cabaret. It's like seeing her journey from like being deeply medicating with alcohol to like going to rehab and then the cabaret as this vice to like feel like she's like the center of attention again. It's just, she is such a complicated like case study and in narcissism. Right, and she also has such a story that I know this is fucked up and we've talked about this with Vicky too it's like Vicky and I feel like Luann as well you could write a like movie 
short yeah. series about because their lives are insane and mm. you can't you couldn't make them up if you tried like that's no it, it, i find her so interesting and fascinating and she continues to be a favorite of mine i think just because she has such an arc and a story more than like most of the women do oh absolutely yeah i completely agree yeah, I, I think Luann needs to stay on the show. I truly do, because I promise you in another mm. couple of years, we'll get another scandal. I mean, we're already in the midst of a scandal right now with her, like, drinking again, which is a disaster. Oh, and these, like, check, uh, what is it, dining and dashing and all this shit. Because I think she's, yeah, I, the the fact that she, like, just released this, like, and you, you said it a, a couple seconds ago, but released this, like, non-alcoholic beverage and then is caught, like, drinking, like, 10 vodka martinis i'm like you are so dark like it's almost like the sobriety made her more of a drunk i'm serious like it like taking it away exposed her so much that like she needs it more and which almost just like exposes her in a really scary way i just her her alcohol stuff is it makes me really upset like Mm -hmm. just seeing the way she battles that journey on television I just said I want her on the show, but it makes me not want her on the show sometimes. Sometimes I want her to, like, go away for a little bit and take a moment, you know? Do you feel like this episode on, I could be, like, really reaching here. Like, my muscle could be pulled from reaching here. But I feel like this is where, like, (laughs) Roni got, like, dark, dark. Like, after this, I don't remember there being that many funny moments, like, compared Mm -hmm. to other seasons. Like, season 11 was dark. Season 12 was dark season 13 was a hot ass mess and it was dark like yeah i feel like from here onwards the show kind of started to well i think that the exposure of like luann getting sober in that journey fucked the show up in in a couple ways because they were always like viewed as like the floozies who were always like drinking and having sex and just like they were just like girls gone wild like it was like older girls gone wild like it was like fun Mm -hmm. and and but then with Luann, like, stopping drinking, and then the eye goes to Dorinda later in the season where Luann so, is calling yeah, her too, out yeah. for... And and the episode prior to this was when Bethany called called Dorinda a drunk. Yeah. Which is dark. So, like, I think that alcohol really becomes a problem in, this se- in like, this season. Yeah. And then... Because I think that that's... I think that's... A, they're partying. Partying is what has brought up so many of the darkness on the show, you know? Yeah. They, like, hide behind it. I don't know. It's 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 dark. It is. This, this all took a turn. I, I do <laughs> want to say something that is in the second episode that we're talking about, which is episode nine, but they're not at the Berkshires. So we have to talk about this Christmas party a little bit because it, with the whole nutcracker fiasco and wait can we jump back though okay, and get sorry. and wrap up no no i just mean because there's so much more to talk about in the berkshires because like dorinda lights her almost lights her face on fire there's like decorating the Ugh. fish room all this stuff yes, okay. wait so so first of all sonia and Lu- sonia and luann bizarrely have to share the fish room even though i think there's enough rooms for everyone to stay in a room i don't know why they're sharing a room also and why then, them too? and then sonia well, because they're good friends. I know, but it's usually know. Sonia and Ramona. And Ramona. No, I think that they, I think Ramona and Sonia were not on good terms in this season. Yeah. I think there was some drama that I'm not remembering from the season. But Sonia being the, like, 
the queen of reality that she is is taking photos of like every nick uh, on every single piece of furniture and shows it to Dorinda. She's like, I just want to show you that there was this already before we got here. And then, by the way, this was taken on this day. This this spot on the wall was already there. And then, like, I, I don't hilarious. I don't even blame her to be honest with you. I would do not no. I I don't either because <laughs> yeah, Dorinda went off last season about like the way they left her house. So yeah. and then. Them decorating the the fish the fishies with the candy canes and the lights and everything. I I just thought the whole thing was hilarious. When like tipsy there because like there was some moments there where she was like putting stuff up. My girl, I feel like you have your balance usually. It's something (laughs) like right now. Oh my god, this fucking fish room. I just I want it to go away, and and I know that it it is is gone. I know that it is gone. I just watching it again and get like because we've watched so many Berkshire's episodes. All of them, to be clear, but I just want them. I just am ready for it to just shoot what? because I am curious about what she did with these animals. Did she sell them? They're mammals. Excuse me, not mammals. Animals. Fish. What's the fish? Are are am- fish are not mammals. They're amphibians. They're actual dead fish. Yeah, yeah those are real. What did she do with them after? Wait, wait, wait. Those aren't like plastic. No, no, they're no, real. They're real. We looked up. How, we looked up how you taxidermy fish. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's why you, it's yeah. gross. Also, that's why Luann. Because I was like, why is Luann so? Bo- it's like plastic fish. Like, just close your eyes. That's like actual. No. Yeah. Gross. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, if I if someone ever put me in a room with some dead fish, like. I mean, they don't smell like fish. It's like all taxidermy. Like, that is so, that's like, ew. No, it's fucking nasty. As people who live in the South, and I, my friend's dad had like a, his like literal bachelor pad was covered in fucking animal heads. Like, I know just like being around it is like literally hurts. Yeah, not, not, not for me. No, not for me. But, um. Their eyes. Cause like, what if like, no shade, but like, let's say like they <laughs> had like shot or something, and like, wait, 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 wait. Their eyes are they not shoot, real. The eyes are fake. The a, only and no thing that's real fish. is literally like their skin, and they just like stuff it. I feel like and teeth maybe. Just take it. You know what I mean? Like, if you're gonna take it, take it. But I, I'm. <laughs> 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 No, eyes are like the first thing to go in decomposition really yeah i don't know why i know i did that, not know that but... <laughs> that's disgusting yeah it's the first thing to leave i need to pay attention more in school because i definitely like i didn't learn that in school because <laughs> oh. i clearly i am literally just out of myself as an idiot because i said that you thought that fish were mammals yeah <laughs> <laughs> never mind we won't go there they're not no wait okay but, so we okay. need to talk we need to talk about the the, the murder mystery party. Case. Oh yeah. So, um, murder mystery party happens. I think this is not fun to watch on oh, TV. Like it's oh. not. It doesn't play out well. None of it is funny. The only thing that's hilarious is to me that Sonia's name was Maria Antipasta. Yeah. Like <laughs> oh, like the lady. Who? Oh, like Antipasta. Oh. You mean Maria Antoinette? <laughs> Jonathan, no. <laughs> I really have a lot of like dumb moments. So. It's fine. I'm here too. Don't worry. Love that. No, and, antipasta, like an appetizer in Italian. Oh, I but I do think, in Jonathan's defense, I do think there is a moment of like Marie Antoinette. Marie okay. Antipasta. Maria Antipasta. Oh, it's Maria. 
Yeah. Huh. We're just getting a little further from like Maria. Maria. Okay. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Maria Antipasta is uh, Italian for Maria Antoinette. That's that's what I'll give you. There you go. You never know. Oh, I do. What know. if Antoinette that's not is it. appetizer? Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, what I couldn't handle about this Bethany. Bethany was acting like she was in character, but I think she was just being Bethany and being an absolute dick to all of the staff at the party. Like, she was, like, so rude to the main guy. And, like, I've never had the fortune of being in a murder mystery troupe, but I can't... I have to imagine it's a very thankless job. Yeah, and, like... And she was just, like... I don't know, like, when she walked down the stairs and she was, was like, can you introduce yourself? And, like, she barely wants to do it. I'm like, girl, like, come on. Like, just, like go with the thing you don't have to be too cool for school and like when carol's like right next to her i get it like i don't like people smoking my face either but like there's a way to say it like stay in character like i am right. cackling for carol's like secret smoking that yeah, happens it's so throughout weird was like, she does like hide under her costume <laughs> that like you know this is the second one where you just include the smoking like so who smokes inside like we're not in the 80s like well i think dorinda probably does if she wasn't mad about it i was like oh dorinda has some ciggies with some martinis here with guests i think i will say i feel like roni is the only one where they show them smoking because i yeah because it smokes well know that wait who smokes Doreen? Yes. Yes. Really? Cigarettes. I've seen a picture of her like smoking a cigarette. Like I was like, well, there's that iconic photo of Dorinda in her. She's taking a photo for like a a Roni picture, like a Roni photo shoot, and she's like smoking outside. It's a paparazzi photo. It's hilarious. I mean, Dorinda looks like she smokes cigarettes. I mean, I'll I'll let that be what it is. But and and Luann like literally is seen smoking all the time, and her voice um, mimics that. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Um. I love that Dorinda was just like, this is boring. I did it. Yeah, she did too. He was looking at her like, uh, I had like a few more lines to do before we got there. I, like, it sounds like something our mom would do because like she, you could tell that Dorinda was like tipsy mm-hmm. and hangry. So yeah. she was like, let's just get it over with. I did it. Let's, I'm hungry. Let's eat. <laughs> yeah. Mom would totally do yeah. that. I could see that exactly happening. <laughs> I also thought that you might do that because you're not very competitive. No, but I would play along because I think it's fun for other people to have a nice time. Yeah. Well, so this is what leads us into the Carol fight. We kind of talked about the Carol Bethany fight, but the things that come out of this that I didn't remember was Luann's kind of involvement in their conversation. (laughs) And Bethany's talking about Adam and Luann under her breath is like, I don't give a shit about Adam. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, and then she, he goes, hey, she's, he, he's just a little boy from the Midwest. <laughs> what do they keep calling him? A user? I don't know. A bu- what is it? Uh, oh, oh, a freak. I forgot it. What was it? It was like agenda. A, ag- they keep saying something about he always has an agenda. Yeah, but an opportunist. It was something like that, but something yeah. silly that they kept saying. I don't. I don't think that he's an opportunist. Like, I don't think he used Tins- Carol. No, I think he Tinsley would- said that. She was like, you think that he would be with her for three years? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I just don't get where they're saying, coming, I, and I don't think, I think Luann, here's what I honestly think about it. Um, Adam hooked up with Luann's niece, right? Yes. And then Adam hooked up with the real housewife. I think Luann is mad that the real housewife that, Adam fucked wasn't her but was uh was Carol like like Adam is literally like Luann's type like long hair like 
could be European or young. not like young. I'm like, it looks like someone that Luann would date. And I think she's mad that like she doesn't get the opportunity to fuck him because he was with her niece. Yeah. Yeah. And that that fight happened forever ago. That was like three seasons ago Truly at this point. So it's crazy years. that she's still bringing yeah. it up. Yeah. <laughs> but but she then <laughs> so then we get Bethany calling her a loser via text supposedly, mm-hmm. and Luann says, "Oh, I'm a loser. Well, if I'm a loser, the rest of the world sucks." <laughs> <laughs> and she goes in her confessional. I kind of like died for it. She was like, "I mean, do I look like a loser to you?" I was like, "Okay." This is kind of fierce. I mean, she's like, great. I mean, in this I moment, just love she's her fucking sometimes. right. Like, if she's a loser, then honestly, yeah. She, <laughs> she's like, I'm on a television show. Like, I run this shit. Like, I'm not a loser, baby. <laughs> I'm about to get arrested. And okay, she losers pulls don't get arrested. Men all across the board. So she does. Even on like Ultimate Girls Trip, she was like kind of pulling that butler, like or whatever he was. Kind of, Kinda, totally yeah. made out. <laughs> who was ma- yeah, who was married? Yeah. Um, well, and then we got that hilarious part where, where Luann's like, "I don't, I don't care what you think about me." And then she to Bethy, and she's like, "Well, actually, I do, I do care." So never mind. And then, and then like, they well, start laughing. So, do you care that you have lipstick on your face? She goes, "I care. We take it off." And it's like, and then we get, of course, and two final Berkshire moments. Then we'll we'll jump into whatever happened after. Um, the uh, lit candles in Dorinda's face. <laughs> A, a lol completely the fact that she just stuck her face in a, in a full cake of lit candles is insane and then the next morning we get the iconic w- water water, water. <laughs> like full on spongebob the way like, that bethany wakes up Sandy. out of bed <laughs> i actually Kicks. lolled because i do that, that is you yes especially after <laughs> <laughs> do you know the story i'm about to tell no i don't so okay, Jonathan. One time, Kix and I went to oh, DC this. for. <laughs> one time, we went to DC for Kix's birthday. We did like a long weekend there, and we took a, a bus there because the trains were so expensive, and it's like not that not that long of a drive. So we brought some wine on the bus, um, as as we do. We're we're, we're reckless like that, and we it's were what drinking you do. You and take wine on the bus yeah you okay. take yeah you because you drink on the train yeah. so i'm like i'll just bring it on the bus so we brought two bottles of wine that one of the bottles was supposed to be for the hotel room that night but guess who ended up drinking both of the bottles kicks and i no i'm saying both oh wait, i thought you were about to <laughs> i thought you were just saying no. kicks we both had a bottle to ourselves so we get there and we're like lit and we're, it's Fucked late so we up. just like literally go to the hotel we get a drink at okay, the hotel I was bar. Say, don't forget that last one. I think you had like a margarita or something. No, you and had. I had a Manhattan. I, which I had whiskey. Forget it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so then we just go upstairs, go to bed. Now, to preface this briefly, Kix had just gotten her haircut, and I thought the haircut looked good, but the haircut was very short. It was like it was like bob short, like shorter than a bob almost, like very very short. And so, before we're going to bed, Kix like keeps being like drunkenly just like please like make sure like we get up in time for breakfast because breakfast was like included and we were like i was like okay like i promise we'll be okay like the breakfast is from like six to ten i'm positive we'll be up by like nine we can get something kicks wakes up in the (laughs) kicks wakes up like like bethany like a jerk like a jerking and sitting up she sits up in bed and wakes me up and goes 
Are we missing breakfast? <laughs> this is at like six a.m. It's six, and there's a mirror, and there's a mirror in front of her bed. She looks, she sits up. She's like, "Are we missing breakfast?" And I'm like, "No, it's six a.m. They run till 10. And then she looks back in the mirror and she goes, "Do I look like Meg Ryan?" <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think you look fine. Like, go back to sleep. This was like a fun time. Oh, no. Yeah. It was so, the whole weekend we were like, was so weird because the next day, like, I literally could not for the life of me get past a hangover. It's one of the most hungover I've ever been in my life. Yeah, we were like trembling at brunch, like trying to drink mimosas. We were like, hey, how's everyone doing? And we had these big plans, like, m- maybe go to a museum, like, walk around yeah, we didn't do one Not dc one. thing all we did was go to gay bars <laughs> that sounds like fun though like, I was... it was really fun no it was fun but i i'll never forget the do look like mick ryan <laughs> i did okay in my defense i fucking did i don't think you did but um yes yeah, so after the berkshires we get kind of like a series of iconic scenes so we have another holiday party yes at bethany's place right Yes, at Bethany's place where we get Nutcracker Gate, which I forgot about Nutcracker Me Gate. Me too. Except they like set it. I mean, they didn't set it up because it's not scripted, but they talk about it at the Berkshires about Bethany's trying to get this Nutcracker for her kid, and Dorinda's like, I'll make it happen. Right. And I feel like, okay, because I still don't know like the full backstory to it. Mm-hmm. Do you guys feel like Bethany wasn't showing enough? like thanks to Dorinda yeah yeah I I kind of do and I'm not one to like I really I really do like giving gifts and like I don't need like a a thank you on the other end but like when you do something that's like that generous I got what Dorinda's like her I think Dorinda's love language is like hosting people treating Mm -hmm. people to things and I really don't think she expects much out of it but just like a that was a great weekend I love you like means is a gift for her right but, like, I don't think she got any of that in return. And she was so, like, it looked like she was, like, fake being excited. Mm-hmm. Like, she was just like, oh, my God, I'm so, it was just so weird. It was really weird. And then, But she was, like, performing for that man, that gay man <laughs> that, like, delivered it. of gay now. Oh, I, I'm positive in my days on Scruff I've seen him on that. <laughs> Doesn't he look like the guy you always see on Scruff in Hell's Kitchen or something? I mean, like, I've never he been looks on so Scruff, gay I, yes, familiar. Yes. He just is like, yeah, I've seen you. He, he just is I, very familiar to me. But Something I don't, um, yeah, she, I can't leave this episode until we talk about is this line that I think got um, missed throughout the whole episode of the antics when Luann's talking about she's, like, doing all these things for um, – like relief in the south from this hurricane and she, she goes um there's just nothing like it for the holidays give the gift of blood yeah that was so <laughs> she word for word says give the gift of blood <laughs> that doesn't make any sense also i fuck American Red Cross yeah. because they don't let gays donate blood. And guess what gay had COVID and like still has a shit ton of antibodies. That'd be me. And they needed blood in New York City back in uh, like summer of 2020. And guess who had a shit ton of antibodies that could have helped? Yeah. It's fucking. And didn't. Me. It's 20. It's almost so 2022. They need to change that. And this Reagan ass law. 
It's from, such a fucking Nancy Reagan. Yeah, Nancy Reagan's a fool. Oh, I've heard about her. Yeah, she's all, isn't she also a hoe on Twitter now? Like <laughs> she's like a, she's like a cum dumpster on Twitter or something. <laughs> a, the new Wait, the, the new cock wishes. destroyer. <laughs> the new not the new cock destroyer. She's an interesting character, that's for sure. They said like she just anything she saw, she just stuck. I mean, good for her. <laughs> But I that's it's, insane. To okay, believe. what's insane is that she is so fucking homophobic and like has all she's these awful. fucked up laws and she's like, Yeah, anything I do I can suck. And it's like she's dead, what? you know that, right? Yes, I know she's dead. I I hate I hate her. But <laughs> but yes, it is a Reagan ass law. Like that like we cannot Guess what you could do? In two, it would take two seconds for you to take a drop of my blood and run it for diseases. You already do it. They already do that when they test blood. They're not just like blindly putting straight blood into people. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's not like the straight that people's is so blood. They're like Republican. Oh, this right to be like oh well this straight guy said he's um, blood type A A positive so we'll just put it in and it's like of course they test the blood exactly. I'm sure they've thrown away blood before from someone who had a disease they didn't know they had. Long story short, give the gift of blood. The gift of blood. <laughs> and Luann gave us instead the gift of arrest. <laughs> a lot. Although, watching what she did back at the end of that second episode, it's, like, disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that she was able to spend a night in prison or jail and literally just not have to drink for a year, quote unquote, even though she would have, like, mimosas every day and take her, like, little anklet off. Like, I'm like, you can't, like, it it is, like, the perfect, like, example of the double standard in this country. It's just fucking ridiculous. She slipped out of handcuffs and said that she wanted to kill them. Yeah, like, I'm not even trying to, like, not be dark or anything, but, like, if... I just don't think a person of color, especially a black person, could do that and make it out alive. And Absolutely not. I, yeah. I think the whole situation is disgusting. And I am glad that, like, I think she's very aware of that, thankfully. Like, later, yeah. obviously, she does a lot to, like, and it wasn't just, like, a one-season thing. She's, like, done a lot to, like, try to give back to, you know, people that have... The incarcerated people, yeah. Exactly. But it just was, like, disgusting to see and I I I don't want to say like I hope she learned her lesson but like you know going back to drinking and whatnot like you could fall right back in that position like I think it would behoove her to put down the bottle yeah I mean if you've gotten there once why wouldn't you get there again I so yeah yeah yeah. I don't know it's fucked up and it's and again it's just like watching pre-arrest things like the closer and closer we get to yeah. this arrest because we've once again you've been listening listeners and we've been covering Berkshires talking about a lot about Luann and Tom and now we're so close to the actual arrest it's just like you see a lot of the problems right before this moment and even after you know it's like I'm happy that she's working on doing the right things for incarcerated individuals but it's like tough to watch that it is. Yeah. It is. She's yeah, one I mean, lucky bitch. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I also like, I feel like my friends would tell me like if I was doing something that was, was like putting myself in a bad situation, like mm-hmm. or like de- 
dealing with something in the wrong way and or he kicks i know you would say something but like I don't know why no one said to her like, hey, or the friend in Palm Beach who she went to go visit. Like, why, why was she there? Like, Mm. like she shouldn't have been there. Like she just went through divorce on television and like cameras were down. Like they were not even filming. Like, like it wasn't even a thing for drama. Like she literally was just like on her own, decided to go there. Like, and then, yeah. It's like knowing that Tom was throwing a party. It feels very like college immaturity it does your college girlfriends take you out encourage you to do stupid shit and there's no one there to actually like look out for you in these moments and it it's heartbreaking to know that to think about it like that tom especially because like she doesn't have a friend that's gonna call her out no yeah i think she's deeply deeply alone which makes me sad or I just I don't trust this friend in in Palm Beach like that that really pissed me off like for her like as a friend you would be like hey want to go meet somewhere like that's not in Palm Beach like you know what happened and the friend there's no way the friend was so blackout that she didn't realize they were going to the hotel where the brunch was or like the like it's like you did all these things like there should be people around you being like hey like that's not a good idea Mm -hmm. exactly I completely agree and that's what like I think for a long time she had a lot of yes men around her. Yeah. And like for a brief second, <laughs> for the second half of the season, I think like she kind of was like more in t- you know in tune with herself. And then the next season, of yeah. course, is like <laughs> her like well, worst. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. I mean, I think. I think yes, people are not healthy for any people. Like I, I really like encourage people to find friends that sometimes like will make you feel uncomfortable or like make you feel upset because like that means that they're that means that they're caring for you but when people yes you that that they are not caring for you Mm -hmm. they are protecting you like coddling you but that's not that's that's not necessarily caring for you i don't know i just i have a big issue with like yes people it just really pisses me off because i try not to be a yes person for people but it makes people it makes people have an altered sense of reality you know it does i completely agree so well any final thoughts jonathan on uh this app we talked about so much today you know it just reminded me how good roni is and it's great when it's great it's great you know it's just amazing like i I've been re-watching it for the past week, um, season eight, which is my personal favorite. And Love season. That season eight is Jordan's so first, good. right? Season seven's her first. Season oh, oh. See, no, season eight is is the in, when Tom comes into the picture. Yes, exactly. Don't tell me it's about Tom. That season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the and the iconic yacht trip where Sonia is, like, crying <laughs> and downstairs, like, while Luann is celebrating upstairs and, like, oh, my God. Oh, she doesn't stop. Like, it's just so iconic. So good. Well, great. Well, Jonathan, let everyone know where they can read uh, your pieces, where they can follow you, all those uh, all those things. Um, You can follow me at Jonathan Chandler underscore on Instagram. You can find my pieces on Betches and The Dip, um, mainly for, like, Housewives stuff and whatnot. And yeah, those are really like my two spots where you can find me. <laughs> yes, both great. Please spots. go, both great spots, and please go read all of Jonathan's articles. Uh, they are so good, so good. Thank you. Cannot recommend enough. I have. Um, 
Oh, yeah, of course. And uh, you can follow me at the Tom Hamlet and you can follow Kix. At Kix Hamlet, that's spelled C-I-X. Yep, and then the podcast Dumpster Dive Pod. And then, uh, yeah, just rate, review, subscribe to every podcast you listen to because it is so helpful to all content creators out there. And it's free. And it's free. So that's it. Happy uh, New Year. Say bye to the listeners, Jonathan. Bye. bye. Happy New Year, everyone.